Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Susan Richard, and here are today's top local stories. A lot going on in the Bob Menendez case, including a big name calling on him to resign at a court appearance later this morning in Lower Manhattan. Our Glenn Shuck is there. Yeah, a lot to talk about here, Susan. It took Cory Booker four days to make his position known, as was colleague and close friend Bob Menendez. But in a written statement we finally got yesterday, the junior senator from Jersey saying, well, Menendez deserves the presumption of innocence. Senators should adhere to higher standards, so he, too, is calling for Bob Menendez to quit. Among those also joining that chorus are more than two dozen Democrats in the Senate, including Kirsten Gillibrand. The American people deserve a government they can, tr- they can trust. They deserve that they are not questioning whether their elected leaders are working for the people or for themselves. And in light of that lack of trust, um, I share Senator Booker's views that he should step in. Menendez is facing this arraignment this morning with his wife, Nadine. Uh, they'll be coming here to Lower Manhattan, uh, charged with taking hundreds and thousands of bribes from these three Jersey businessmen. Now, two of those businessmen men, uh, Fred Davies and Jose Uribe, were also expected here for their first court appearance. It's going to be a busy morning. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM here in Lower Manhattan. Donald Trump blasting a ruling by a Manhattan judge is horrible and un-American and saying he will appeal. Judge Arthur Angoran of State Supreme Court in Manhattan ruled that former President Trump, his eldest sons and his business are liable for years of financial fraud. He granted a motion by the New York State Attorney General Letitia James for partial summary judgment, meaning in effect that the judge said the fraud by Trump and the others was so egregious and so clear, he didn't even need to wait to hear evidence and testimony at a civil trial that's scheduled to begin next week. That's correspondent Aaron Katursky. The judge said the former president and his associates massively overvalued Trump's real estate portfolio on paperwork that was used in making deals and securing loans. For example, he found the value of Trump's Fifth Avenue apartment was inflated as much as $200 million by claiming it was triple its actual size. And Mar-a-Lago? That was said to be worth $600 million when the judge says its assessed value was no more than $27 million. And Garin's ruling came in the summary judgment phase of the case and resolves the key claim in a lawsuit by the New York Attorney General. As part of the ruling, the limited liability companies that control Trump's properties in New York, they'd have to be dissolved and the property management handed over to a third party. The judge, meantime, must still decide on several other aspects of the case, as well as Letitia James' request for $250 million in penalties. In a statement, she said they look forward to presenting the rest of their case at trial. 
Manhattan Supreme Court Judge Erica Edwards recusing herself from overseeing Mayor Adams' move to roll back the city's right to shelter rule. She made that decision yesterday, saying she felt she could not be impartial. The legal fight, meantime, will continue. The Legal Aid Society and the Coalition for the Homeless took the city to court over the issue. The right to shelter protects people, their lives, their livelihoods, their well-being. It protects people from being harmed by the elements. And legal aid attorney Josh Goldstein says the city and state have the resources they need to handle the crisis. We see that the city's new efforts for case management have also resulted in people finding other places to go. And he pointed to the Fed's recent approval of work authorization for Venezuelan migrants. But the city still has concerns and wants to impose a 30-day limit on shelter stays. They have till October 3rd to give the judge in the case updated requests. Mac Rosenberg, 10-10 wins on 92.3 FM in Lower Manhattan. Separately, a judge has sided with Staten Island lawmakers ordering the immediate closure of the migrant shelter at the former St. John Villa Academy. In response, the mayor says that ruling jeopardizes the city's ability to continue providing shelter at the scale needed and that the city is taking immediate steps to appeal. The funeral is later this morning for Beatrice Ferrari, the retired Farmingdale High School teacher who was killed in last week's charter bus crash in Orange County. The 77-year-old was serving as one of the chaperones for students heading to their annual band camp in Pennsylvania. The service at 11 a.m. at St. Killian Roman Catholic Church in Farmingdale. The wake meantime for school band director Gina Pelletieri continues today. That is from 2 to 4 p.m. And then again from 7 to 9 at the Massapequa Funeral Home, which is at 4980 Merrick Road. There's a fourth arrest in the alleged drug operation being run out of a Bronx daycare. The husband of the Bronx daycare owner was taken into custody on a bus in Sinaloa, Mexico, after a manhunt that lasted more than a week. Prosecutors say Felix Herrera Garcia was seen leaving the daycare on surveillance video, carrying two shopping bags after being tipped off by his wife, Gray Mendez, that police were on the way. Authorities say she called Garcia before calling 911 to report four of the children in her care were unresponsive. All of that happened while the children, the babies, were suffering from the effects of fentanyl poisoning and in desperate need of help. Correspondent Jerika Duncan, along with U.S. Attorney Damian Williams, one-year-old Nicholas Dominici was laid to rest last week. Three other children, ages eight months to two years, had to be treated with Narcan. Two years after they opened, the New York City Health Department is out with guidelines now for the two sites in Upper Manhattan that are helping to prevent drug addicts from overdosing. They're technically illegal on the state and federal level, but the two supervised injection sites in East Harlem and Washington Heights have been used 90,000 times since they opened, says Sam Rivera. He's the executive director of On Point NYC, which runs them. We're still figure out, trying to figure out what exactly is illegal about the work we're doing. And this has been an interesting journey in looking deeper into that. The guidelines include eligibility, combating stigma, and community engagement. That's a big one because of how much pushback there's been from people living near the sites. Well, we also have to ask the community to, to be a lot more open-minded than usual. There will need to be a manager for each site who regularly goes to community board meetings. Mac Rosenberg, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. A crossing guard now hospitalized after being struck by a car in Queens. This happened around 3 yesterday afternoon while the 63-year-old was escorting children from Our Lady of Hope Academy on Elliott Avenue and 71st Street. She was hit from behind by a Mercedes, which then struck a tree. Longtime resident Peter Wallace tells ABC7 he's not surprised. I've been here 20 years. My parents almost got hit. 
I almost got hit with my kids crossing this street right here, this crossing, and we all knew that this was gonna happen. I wish every driver would just kind of step back and think what they do when they drive. Mickey Eberlane says this guard is a respected fixture in the community. She was one of the most wonderful people you could ever meet. She was so kind to the children and courteous, and she had a hard job here too. While she's expected to recover, it is not yet clear if charges will be filed against the driver. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.